0: W-B-N-E. Howdy,
1: yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Chill. And today is Monday. And this is Bacon and Eggs. So fix up your shrimp
2: boat. And become Captain America. Because today we're bringing you... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
0: I'm gonna get out of bed and start my day. Cook up a breakfast of bacon and eggs. I won't check my phone till after my coffee.
1: And this week we're talking about episode 5, it's called Truth, it was directed by Carrie Skoglund, came out on April 16th, 2021, which is two days ago, got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and, because I feel like we got some criticism for, like, not bringing this perspective, we are joined this week by Army Officer... Dear friend of the show and host of the Unsobered podcast, which is a WBNE podcast that you probably really like,
0: Julia Kendall. Hi. Welcome to the show, Julia. Thank you. I feel like half the criticism came from me. No, <laughs> maybe it did. No, oh, it didn't. No, because did. no. no. I know. I, oh, it didn't. Because I definitely no. like have corrected you guys a couple of times. Like,
1: yeah, correcting us and the criticism we received, mm. we did.
2: We did upset some people, and I would just first of all like to apologize um, to individual members of the U.S. military that that were uh, upset by my statements specifically in the last episode. Um, I'm not a particularly pro-military person. I've not really made that quiet. Uh, they've done some pretty horrible things to members of my family and friends of mine. Um, however, I, any any criticism that I have made toward the U.S. military is... Uh, should be taken as criticism of the 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 institution and not the people. I understand what following orders are. I understand what it's like. I don't understand what it's like to be in a war zone at all, uh, obviously. And like, these are hard choices made by... Uh, complicated individuals, but like, but my criticisms are specifically of the enterprise. Uh, of the yeah,
0: the military. Capital complex. U,
2: capital S, capital M.
0: Yeah, the know. military complex. No, and I think that there are valid criticisms and of the military complex, and so does the, so do the people in charge of the military right now. So we yeah. relatively recently got a new uh, sergeant major of the army who is very pro-change. That's to cool. An, to an extent. He's also, um, it's hard for me to tell, and I'm a white person, and also I've never seen him in person. I've only, like, seen his picture on Twitter and, uh, like, hanging up. Uh, He is uh, half white, half black. So, um, especially, like, when Black Lives Matter started happening, him, and then there are a lot more people of color and women in top leadership roles now, and... um, the and the military changes slowly like i i can't sure. like emphasize that enough it is a government entity but they are trying to change what is preventing that change is the culture not the uh, yeah. not the leadership necessarily um so like things like mental health are supposed to be taken a lot more seriously now for example you used to you might have lost your clearance and or your job just by going to seek help for ptsd depression anxiety now um the only stipulation is like if you're forced to go to therapy you could lose your clearance like if a court mandates you to go to therapy yeah that's where the issue is not like me going like i just got diagnosed with adhd and i had like i checked and i'm like hey if i take this medication um and i go to therapy like is that an issue and they're like just don't abuse it i'm like oh cool and that's yeah. new, like that's new within the last couple of years. Because I remember, like when I joined, I've been in almost 13 years now. Um, yeah. <clears throat> when I first came in, if you even went to mental health to go see a therapist, like you were done with your career was over. So that's a
1: lot of insight. Yeah, let's talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We start oh. the episode. John Boy, they have some things
0: to say in oh. this one. Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: I. Yeah. So let's let's go from the top. They they have that fight scene where. Bucky and Sam approach John and they're like, hey, man, you really screwed up. We want to help you through this, but you really screwed up. Also, give me the shield. And then he's like, you don't want to do this. And Sam's like, or Bucky's like, yes, I do. I've been waiting for this one. (laughs) He's been waiting
0: to hit John Walker since like the end of episode one. He's like, I just (laughs) want to punch this guy in the face. (laughs) There were several.
1: Sorry, go ahead. Like, I know there's some commentary here, but like. The fact that Bucky can't just wreck John Walker's face. He's so new to the super soldier serum. Bucky's been doing it for like a hundred years. Bucky's also got a vibranium arm. I don't know. In my mind, Bucky wins that fight 10 times out of 10.
0: I mean, the writing would say otherwise.
1: I know the writing is what it comes down to. Although I think that's actually like my least favorite hot take in the comic community recently was that video of Stanley servicing being like, yeah, it's the writer who determines who wins each fight. It's like, okay, now you're ruining the fun conversation superhero fans have.
0: Yeah, I think it, there's a difference between having the fun conversation of who would win in a fight versus uh, some of the comic book fan tea like the comic book boys who I sometimes want to punch in the face who are like, no, you're wrong. Like and you're just like pointing out, hey, like this person won this fight because the writer wanted them to. It's not that deep. Like have fun with it. Yeah, but some
2: people take it too far. Right, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. There, especially um, this came up a lot regarding WandaVision. When folks yes. were like, you know, Wanda could kill anybody in the- Avengers if she wanted to, is people were like, No way, she's a pussy, she couldn't do anything. No chance. And it's just like, yeah, you gotta remember at some point, like somebody with a pen uh gets to be like, and Wanda Maximoff kicked his ass. And then yeah. you'd have to deal with it, right? Like that's right. So like I definitely I, I you know, I I think that the Stanley video was neither helpful nor hurtful. Like I definitely see where it comes from. Uh, with people being like, Yeah, well, you know, XYZ, and then they could just be like, Hey, um there are humans attached to this outside like people can just decide things uh
1: well and and that's kind of like it is a shift from like the way i think about star wars like i don't think there can be like a bad star wars movie because in my mind it's just a retelling of what happened like it's not somebody just penning these characters this happened a long time ago in a galaxy far far away so if i don't like it that's not really up to me right because it's just the true history but with comic books i feel much more like yeah people write this People people are attached to this. It has narrative. It has real world implications.
2: It's so the thing with Bucky Barnes and John Walker. Is Bucky Barnes is not a killer, not by
1: nature. No, the Winter Soldier. The Winter
2: Soldier is. Yeah. He he specifically makes that dichotomy during this episode that like that guy's not me, right? John Walker on the other hand is like is a trained slaughterer. Yeah, like like regardless of 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 you know, what the people that he hurt and for what reasons, like that dude clearly does not shy away from the fight. Right. So when he gets the super soldier, that turns him into just, it amplifies him, right. It turns him into more of this person. Um,
1: Well, and, and like, he shows multiple times in that fight that he's ready to kill again. I mean, he has the moment where he raises the shield, but he does kill in that fight. Like he pulls the wings off of the falcon, killing that hero forever. Permanently, more. yeah. Uh, like if it comes back, it will be as a different character. So, I'd like that was powerful. And I thought the fight was very well choreographed, very well shot, well, very well done. So the I loved thing, everything about the it. The
0: thing with Marvel specifically is these fight scenes are pushing the story forward. They're not just fight scenes. They're like right. not just fight scenes for the sake of fight scenes. So you have. Right, it's not the snatter cut. <laughs> I still, I have not seen it, and I do not plan to. I haven't either,
2: but I um, understand that's basically the uh, the whole premise of the movie is that it's just fight scenes for fight scenes' sake.
0: Yeah. So Marvel is pushing this narrative forward. So you have um, you have Bucky not going in for the kill, which is showing his. Uh, pulling away from that winter soldier identity even more. Mm -hmm. You have John Walker stripping the Falcon of his wings, and then you have him going for the kill shot for the Falcon, uh, Sam. And then you have the shield going back to the rightful owner.
1: Mm-hmm. You have a lot of really good moments where you see Sam, or you see Bucky with the shield, and you're like, "Oh, I could, I could be down with this big time."
0: But it's never him, right? It was never. It's like, never going to be yeah, him because why
1: would why would he need the shield on his left arm when? He's already got the vibranium arm.
0: Yeah. Well, and then like, even before that scene, you see uh, John Walker running, right? He knows that he did something wrong because, uh, spoiler alert, uh, you're not allowed to uh, just kill people in the street, regardless of what they have done. Right. Uh, you can't. I got well, That mis- guy also
1: didn't do the yeah. crime that John Anything. Like, continues it didn't, to do. Yeah. <laughs> correct.
0: But even if he did, even if Nico had been the one to kill Lamar. Hoskins. Um, you can't just kill a non-combatant in the street. And this is a fight I got onto on TikTok a lot because I went like through hey because a lot of people were comparing um John Walker to police brutality which is a fair comparison um i do believe that that was the comparison that was supposed to be made yeah however john walker is a captain in the united states army we have different rules (laughs) um we have rules of engagement we have the geneva convention we have laws and orders that we have to follow he was there without permission in that like they mentioned that in episode four he was there without permission and he killed a non-combatant in the street it doesn't matter if that non-combatant is a terrorist you can't just um kill them
1: well that's the same is true for police right you can't just kill right, somebody just over for no reason people. and then kill yeah. them
0: correct correct but in the military complex they take it a little bit more serious just a little bit more seriously than the police department i mean do. not
1: really john walker <laughs> does walk after this so, like, Yeah, he loses his job but he goes free okay,
0: so let me explain what happened so uh, generally, he didn't get a court-martial, which is weird. He should have gotten a court-martial. And they say, hey, like, we did you a favor by not giving you a court-martial. Well, that's though, the
2: commentary. Yeah. Right, not, is that, like... Yeah,
0: he didn't get this court-martial. I would argue that he wanted a court-martial because a court-martial is a trial. So I think some people just don't understand a court-martial. You can go through a court-martial and be found not guilty. It's just a military right, trial.
2: Just like an impeachment.
0: Correct. Um, however, he... W- If he had gone through a court martial, uh, he would have been in jail because going through that court martial and he should have because of his rank. So in the military, uh, anything over E7 or above is an automatic court martial uh, for something for anything. Right. But if you're an E6 or below, you can do what they call a non judicial punishment or NJP, which is they kind of did like a mock of both in this Senate hearing. Is that what this was? I couldn't quite figure that out.
1: Is the Senate here? Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and, you know, that's probably because he was Captain America, right? That's the reason why he got the punishments he did versus if he had gone to a court martial where he would have been able to present his case and present evidence and have a lawyer, which I think that that's what he wanted. But any smart person would have been like, oh, that's going to be worse for me because that's how you get a dishonorable discharge. That's how you get put in Leavenworth, Um, and I think some people don't understand the implication of them saying you're stripped of your title, you're stripped of your rank, you're stripped of all benefits. That also means he's stripped of his accolades. So he no longer has those medals of honor.
1: They've stripped. Well, he does. No, he doesn't. (laughs) No, I mean he he owns the medals themselves.
0: Right, but you don't get the. He no longer has them. Like he's never been given them. And there's. There's benefits when you're a Medal of Honor winner. Um, You get an extra 10% of your retirement and you get like there's like there's benefits to being a Medal of Honor winner um, because it is very hard to receive a Medal of Honor, much less two, much less three. So the last person to get a second Medal of Honor was in 1918.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, John Walker is an impossibly successful veteran. He's quote unquote veteran.
0: Uh, well, he was still active duty at the time. Um, well, whatever. He's, quote unquote, the perfect officer. And unfortunately, they're not like the army does see people like him. He was a West Pointer. <laughs> we have we have thoughts about West Pointers in the military. <laughs> um, uh, he His father probably went to West Point as well. Like he's he seems like one of those people. Uh, he's very priv- he's a very privileged white officer um, who didn't have to really work hard, and his personality and his uh, privilege got him to where he is. I can almost guarantee it, but he was definitely like a top blocker the entire time he was in the military. It was
1: definitely his privilege that got him to where he is. And the fact still remains it doesn't matter if he was court martialed or not. He killed somebody in the street, and the only thing that happens is he loses his job, which is 100% the commentary. Like, he yeah. gets to walk free. He gets to get on planes and fly to see the family of Lamar. He gets to go. He gets to, meet to lie
2: to people. Lamar's family. He gets <sighs> to lie
1: to Lamar's family. He also, like, yep. I, I, the way I kept thinking about it was if the roles were reversed, right, and Captain America was killed in there, and Lamar killed somebody in the street, a black man killed somebody in the street, you wouldn't even get the court-martial. He would just die. Like, they would just um, kill him.
0: Not even just a um, black man. Like, yes, the commentary is there between a black man and a white man in the military. Lamar's enlisted. So you also have right. the commentary of the enlisted versus the officer, and they... That also makes you treated differently in the military. I've been both, right? And I've had the same exact officer, right? So I went from enlisted, joined ROTC because I ran out of money for college um, on my GI Bill and went through ROTC and became an officer. And during this transition, I was in the same battalion, right? And I dealt with a lot of the same people. Yeah, And I dealt with this major who uh, treated me like when I was an NCO. And then the next year when I was a cadet, like getting ready to be an officer, completely switched and wanted to mentor me. And I just was like, you know that we've met before and you treated me like crap because I was enlisted. So there is a difference with how enlisted and officers get treated as well as black soldiers and white soldiers or soldiers of color. Um, Cause it's not just black soldiers who get treated differently. It is your Latino, um, anybody who is not white. Right. <laughs> As we saw in the state of Virginia a week ago. I have thoughts on that situation. I am mad about it because the discourse within the military community is ridiculous over that situation. Um, And the the demeanor of the cop changed when he found out he was an officer, not enlisted. And he... Oh... Like if one thing should have protected that, that young officer, because he's a second lieutenant, so he's a young officer. He was probably coming back from his Bullock, so his basic officer leadership course, to go to his first duty station. I have a feeling that's what he was doing because, he, had, you know, he had his dog in the crate and everything. I don't know that for sure, so don't quote me. If anything should have protected him... That uniform should have protected him, and it didn't, and it's not I mean, even protected. Fucking disagreed,
1: him. but sure. I uh, like respect for your fellow human being. Yeah. Should have protected no, it.
0: No, I, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Like, I do completely agree that that situation shouldn't have happened, whether he was in uniform or not. Yeah. But like, we know what the situation in this country is. Like, just being completely honest, we know that being a black man being pulled over is dangerous. Yeah, for you. And the thought for me was knowing that situation, him being in uniform should have done something else and it didn't. And I guess, and then seeing the reactions from the military, a specific part of the military community where they think that that was justified because he pulled into a gas station at night is right. appalling, appalling to me. And I'm over here getting into fucking arguments. Sorry. I'm getting You're into good. arguments with people on Facebook. Like, because I'm in several like military officers groups and other military groups just getting into arguments with these older white men and some white women because they're like, oh, well, he should have pulled over right away. And I'm like, no, how many times have I pulled over into a well-lit gas station at night? That is like preferred because the number one reason why law enforcement officers get killed is because they get hit on the side of the road. Right. And, and right. the officer even said he understood why he pulled over into a well-lit gas station.
1: Right, exactly.
0: And it, doesn't even,
2: that, it doesn't matter that he's a second lieutenant. It doesn't matter that he's, you know. No, it's he was uh, a black man. Whatever. It doesn't he's matter. He's a black man, yeah, yeah. He's a black man driving a car, so he he deserves to get shot or whatever.
0: And um, it's... Sorry, I'm going to try and not curse you. are good, you're good. <laughs> I got it. It's I got your back. It's disgusting. And to see that, and like, obviously, I am a white woman. I have a voice that's a little bit different from my uh, black officer counterparts. And so I, I try to use that voice because... Sometimes I'm what someone will listen to, right? Right, and because your voice is
2: different from you know your your uh, white jarhead male Punisher tattoo kind of guy.
0: Yeah, and like I look the way I do, like I'm I'm cute, like I I'm just (laughs) saying the way it it is, Julia. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I am. I'm cute. I'm pretty. I'm skinny. I'm fit. I look like this quote unquote ideal woman, except for like all my tattoos, but those can be covered up. And so when I say something,
2: oh, it's the septum piercing, I think these days that gets here, right?
0: Oh yeah. But I can hide that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like when somebody like me says the exact same thing that my black counterparts are saying, People listen to me and I hate it, but I will, I'll just say it. I'm like, look, she said the exact same thing, but you know what? I'm going to say it louder because I don't have to worry about the angry black woman stereotype. I can be an angry white woman. I can be a Karen in this situation. I have that privilege. I'm going to take exactly what she said and I'm going to say it louder and meaner and curse you out while I do it. Boom. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
1: So in this episode, we see the mirrored reaction of how the United States military would treat a white super soldier versus a black super soldier. We see, I mean, like literally we see uh, what's his butt.
0: Isaiah? I can't even think of his name. Isaiah. No, not Isaiah. uh, Lamar uh, Hoskins? No. John Walker.
1: Johnny Walker. I will say. you get to see him walk. And then the next scene is Isaiah being like, they threw me in jail for 30 years for saving the lives of American citizens. They
0: threw him in jail for doing the exact same thing that uh, Steve Rogers did in First Avenger. He did the exact same thing.
1: Yeah. Going against orders. Went in. Saved the lives of
0: Americans.
2: I really want to know what John Walker got these Medals of Honor for. I'll tell you that much.
0: Me too. I really because, want to know. Um, I do because, as well, because. Um, so, like I said, I think in, the last. I think time, in episode
1: four they lead us to believe that it was for an offensive act, not a defensive act.
0: Correct. Right? Correct. Which um, were the but, comments I
2: made in in episode four that that angered people? Um, so that I, he he probably did something not so nice to get them.
0: Well, and then the thing is, uh, it's pretty much impossible to get multiple medals of honor for the same event um there have been five people in history who have and they all got one from the army one from the navy for the same event and they were all uh weirdly enough during world war one yeah um so if you're going like off of his like accuracy that's three different events he got that for and uh well for no, exa- they specifically
2: say it was the same event i'm pretty yeah, sure Yeah,
0: which is super weird yeah. well, i think that's the that's the point though is that he that that's how he's they're this distinguishing him right, yeah.
1: exceptional officer. That's
2: how they're distinguishing him from everybody else, right? Mm-hmm. Is that like he's the greatest greatest ever, right?
0: And the line is the where best since Steve Rogers. Right. Um, because series, the ideals have changed I, since then. Oh yeah, so Steve Rogers theoretically was the ideal American white American. In the 40s. Right. Um, But because Steve Rogers was the person he was, meaning he wasn't strong before the super soldier serum, you know, he knew how to, like, stand up even though he was going to lose all of that. Uh, Steve Rogers was not liked by the U.S. government because he disagreed with them. And I think that that's important, too, to realize that captain rogers versus captain walker captain rogers was like no what you're doing is wrong i don't agree with it i'm gonna go do my own thing whereas captain walker the line in his hearing you made me is completely accurate
1: oh my god that hearing is so powerful the fact that like they let him speak up and they don't increase the charges or restrain him or anything which i know would be pretty tough to restrain him like he was already a force to be reckoned with prior to the super soldier do they suit. know
0: that he took I the super i don't think they suit. know i don't think i don't think, I don't they, think know. they
2: know yeah cuz he made that comment it's like you don't want to do this you know Yeah. You, know, you don't. don't make me angry kind of thing like yeah you you won't like you will not like me when i'm angry
1: where's where's bruce banner in all this to be like you won't like me when i'm angry bro i mean i'm already professor hulk uh-huh. so it's not a problem but like <laughs>
2: But yeah, so and, and, and the thing is like Steve Rogers on one hand, yeah, disagreed with the government, whatever he did his thing, right, but he did his thing, especially when when his military service was concerned, he did his thing in order to kill more Nazis, right? Yeah. Like the the goal is the same no matter how you get there.
0: Killing like, Nazis. Not. Right,
2: yeah, right, right. <laughs> that was a good thing. That was a universally thought of as a good thing. You know, the wars have not been the same since then, and I don't think that's out of my wheelhouse to say that. like, war is different than it was in World War Two, just in general. Yeah, I would agree. You don't have, uh, you know, the, the ultimate evil putting on uniforms and going to battle in big lines and, and with tanks and stuff and being like, yes, We want to, we want to kill the world. You know, that doesn't happen anymore.
0: Yeah. (laughs) No.
2: So John Walker is uh, definitely a a soldier, a decorated soldier in a different kind of war. Yes. Especially because he's like older, right? Like, I mean, not, not older. He's like, uh, not older specifically. He, he is probably not a, you know, I enlisted in 2001 kind of guy.
0: No, um, he definitely, he's a West pointer and he was definitely what we would call top block, meaning he, he probably got promoted earlier. Early to captain so currently in the army and they change this it's you're a second lieutenant for 18 months you're a first lieutenant for two to three years depending on your component um but two years is standard and then you're a captain for six he 100 percent was a top block the entire time meaning he got the highest um we call him oer's uh, officer evaluation reports right reviews report i don't know um and you there's three blocks you have most qualified qualified not qualified he was a most qualified the entire time guarantee yeah. um so we call that a top block and it's actually pretty difficult to get top blocks because your raider only has a certain percentage that they're allowed to give per rank so if i i can only give um Like I rate uh, NCOs. So my E6s and E7s, I can give two, one, maybe top block a year.
1: I have a question, Julia. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to talk for a minute and then I'll let you tell me where I'm wrong and where I'm confused. Uh, Lamar is an enlisted man, meaning that he's not an officer and... They go on their first tour together to Afghanistan, and they appear to have very similar results. They're together the whole time. They both complete everything. They both come back together smiling. It is weird to me that, I mean, it's racist to me that then... John would get promoted continuously up to this captain rank and Lamar would stay an enlisted man throughout the rest of their career together. Now, am I wrong in saying that? Would that be like a Lamar choice? You
0: are wrong. So, um, so enlisted- I'm asking
1: because I don't know. Yeah,
0: so in, like- to be a commission officer, you have to go through a like you have to go through a commissioning process. So for me, that was ROTC. For John Walker, that was West Point. You have like VMI. Uh, you have green to gold, which is where you can go from enlisted through. Uh, the officer candidate school and become an officer Uh, but enlisted you just join and you also have to have um, schooling you have to have a technically it's an associate's degree to become a second lieutenant but to become a captain you have to have a bachelor's degree Um, so with Lamar and with most enlisted what they do is they enlist when they're young Um, I was 17 when I enlisted in the military Um, and there's issues with that because the enlisted population is quite a bit higher of persons of color than the officer population. For example, when I commissioned, there were two people of color, uh, one Latino, one uh, black man, and then one woman, which was me. Everyone else was a white man in my commissioning class. Uh, So there is this disparity in the officer world versus the enlisted. But generally, a lot of people who start the enlisted process continue up through the enlisted ranks. So you have the enlisted ranks and I, I feel like they got his rank wrong because in his rank, it looks like he's a first sergeant or a, a mass like a sergeant major.
2: They have enlisted Which, as sergeant major
1: Lamar Hoskins. Yeah, sergeant
0: major. So sergeant major is the highest enlisted rank you can be. So, that's, okay, so
1: that's, that's good then, I think, right?
0: Yeah. So like, for example, the sergeant major of the army is a sergeant major. That's the highest enlisted rank right. you can be. Um, I think it's a little problematic that he is a sergeant major, not like problematic as in like, because he's a like timeline wise, it doesn't make sense. Um, Because if him and John Walker went to school, high school together, he has not been in the army long enough to be a sergeant major. (laughs) Is Um, there
1: any autonomy in the army? And I, again, I don't know any autonomy in the army to pull out an exceptional soldier for special projects and and advance them faster?
0: Well, advancing them faster does it normally happen. Not nowadays. It definitely happened up through Vietnam and Korea. Where... But I mean,
1: could it be a thing that like, we don't have a Captain America, obviously. Right. Uh, but like, if there was somebody pulled from the officer side to be Captain America and then they went into the army pool, would it make sense that they pulled the most exceptional soldier and just promoted him up to Sergeant Major? I That's what think... I was thinking as So well.
0: like, they would have to, in today's army, no. But if they changed the rules and regulations in this in an
1: army where for the past hundred years there's been a captain america could that be the case
0: i would still say no um uh, but i not be... a sergeant
1: major right no what was falcon his... was
0: a i mean he's he was, air force isn't he i believe he was air force let me google sam wilson what, what rank was dum-dum dugan
1: he's not yet been in the mcu was he not in there captain america a... i don't think so yeah he Is, was isn't he one of oh captain yeah, america's guys oh, you're, right, you're, right, yeah. you're
0: right you're right yeah and he was uh, I think he was also in Agent Carter, too. Yeah, okay, so Sam Wilson was shotgun, an right? officer. Um, it just says ex-military officer on the... I
1: didn't know that, that, like, going into this conversation, I wouldn't have known that there was a distinction between officers and enlisted. Oh, yeah, thought, there's... Like, that's how little I know. Yeah, so, he was a
2: corporal, by the way. Dum-Dum Dugan was a corporal, allegedly, well, according and, to the wiki.
0: And the ranks, the rank structure between World War II and now are different. <laughs> uh, I believe it. Uh, well... Ish, like, how you got ranks and what ranks meant were different in World War II up through Vietnam. Like, you could still get a battlefield commission during those times. So you could become an officer just like, uh, here you go. You're an officer right. now. Which doesn't happen now. So there's, like, the rules, regulations, standards you have to hit for every rank. Um, and you are compared to everybody within your job. So, like, I'm a... 35 alpha, uh, so military intelligence officer. I am compared to everybody within my rank for promotion. It's a little bit easier. Like I say, easier. It's a little bit more streamlined on the officer side, more automatic. Whereas on the enlisted side, it's like based on points, and certain things get you a certain amount of points, and there's a point cutoff for where, depending on how many people are within that. Uh, within that MOS or that job, um, you can't like you have to have out of 800, you have to have for this job, you have to have 380 points. But for this job, you have to have 796 points to be promoted. So it's there's a lot more structure to it than there used to be, which is why if we're going off of current army regulations, it is weird that Lamar Hoskins is a sergeant major because of timeline. Because if him and uh, John Walker went to high school together. Just that timeline doesn't make sense because you really wouldn't make E9 in 10 years. And that's well, being I generous. I can't, think- <laughs> well, I feel I like that's,
2: what we- I get that that's like, part of you also don't get three medals of honor right like right that's that's,
1: like this is this is part of their exceptional nature and i also think that like we see in this episode often that john walker is very proud you know he's i am captain america where steve rogers was always i'm steve rogers i'm a kid from brooklyn i'm he never identified with the captain america signia like introducing himself
0: No. Uh, Uh, There's a Game of Thrones. It's not reference, but I'm referencing a Game of Thrones scene with uh, Joffrey going, I am the king. And his grandfather is like, if you have to say you're the king, then you're not the king.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and I think what happens this is this is my sort of headcanon of it is when they approach John Walker to be like we want you to be the next Captain America. My bet is that he lobbied for okay, then I want oh, absolutely, Lamar Hoskins to be a sergeant major and to be my assistant. I
0: do agree with that. I um that is something that like has happened um if an officer gets pulled and they need an enlisted counterpart um that's something that happened when i was a captain right or not a captain a commander when i was a commander i got uh given command and i needed a first sergeant i was like hey i would like this person to be my first sergeant and then they were my first sergeant that is something that it doesn't happen all the time but especially but for captain america for captain america <laughs> one and it's not even really bending the rules it's something that does happen and you do like you have people pull people in. I've seen like, uh, battalion commanders, uh, get command and then go, okay, well, I want this, this, this person to come with me. And then they will, they're like, oh, I want you to be generals do this too. I had, um, at my previous job, I worked with a two-star general and he was like, Hey, I need a new general's aide. What do you think? I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they do get to like, that is the thing that does happen. So I do absolutely believe that that is what happened with, uh, lamar
1: hoskins so moving on from everything with lamar with john walker with uh everything that happened there and sort of the first half of the episode we get to the sort of second act of this episode where sam wilson bucky barnes back in louisiana uh can,
2: well b- before we... we get there we we see bucky not kill helmet zemo
1: yes. yeah like never yeah, loaded the like, gun right i totally forgot about that scene thank you for bringing it yeah. up yes
2: uh hands Hands Zemo over to the door, and Zemo's like, "Yeah, and he took goes. The, took the liberty of crossing my name out of your book. I think that we're done here." And Bucky's like, "Yeah, cool. This is what closure feels like." Turns out, yes, and just comes I back to Louisiana that. a different person. I think yeah. we
0: should also, before we get to like Sam and Bucky in Louisiana, we haven't really talked about Sam's conversation with Isaiah. Like, we've touched on it a little yeah. bit, mm-hmm. but I like I feel like that's yeah. a very important part of this episode.
1: I 100% agree. I think that is marvel stepping in and saying or disney stepping in really and saying like systemic racism is not a freaking joke this is what is happening here isaiah's life was ruined he was tested on and wasn't told what it was he was you know punished for helping he was and it was the random kindness from a. he said it was a nurse a
0: nurse yeah yeah that got him faked his death,
1: and now he has to like live as a dead man yeah that's amazing. That's a powerful story. I teared up. That's the only time I've teared up watching this
0: show. I, and I think it's them coming out. We've, this show has been talking about several things, but uh, systemic racism has been a huge part of this show, I would say. Probably the yes. main yeah. point. And um, I'm over on TikTok, and some of the people I follow are black comic book creators. They talk about this and the amount of gaslighting and derogatory comments some of these creators have gotten until this episode talking about why this show is about systemic racism and racism yeah. in America is disgusting.
1: <laughs> gross. And it's and it just proves their point yeah. so much.
2: Well, you have Isaiah Bradley say all that and then five minutes later, you have Bucky Barnes come out and say, you know, when Steve and I thought about giving you the shield, we never thought about what it would like be like to hand the shield to a black man and i owe you an apology for that
1: and i think that's so important because it it does paint this picture of like for a lot of my life even it was like i know there are racists out there but i'm not one of them so clearly i'm good and then basically what disney's saying is like it's not enough to be not a racist you have to be openly anti-racist right you have to be fighting against racism well yeah
0: and then the thing is we're all white people here Yeah, Um, right i'm never gonna know what it's like to be black no I'm just not. Maybe like, not. It, it doesn't matter what is explained to me. I've never... I can empathize, sure, but I'm never going to be scared to go out... Well, I'm never going to be scared to go I'm out at night. I'm never scared
1: to go out at night.
0: Because of the color of my skin. <laughs> right. I am because of my gender, but that's different. And then that that's also an issue within the feminist movement is the like lack of intersectionality. And like, we still don't get it. Like, yeah, as a white woman, I'm more oppressed than a white man, but I don't understand what women of color go through. And that's a problem. And I'm glad that like this, like Marvel coming out and saying this, and they had to, unfortunately they had to say it in words like they couldn't just show it they had to be like no, i'm
1: glad that they had to say it in words because yeah. if they just showed it, it like this episode also has a moment that i'm super not thrilled about mm-hmm. and i'll get to that in just a minute but like they had to come out and say it because when they don't there's valid criticism of like marvel you can show it all you want but until you say it it doesn't count.
2: I mean, I said it on this show in our episode that came out last week that we recorded after episode two came out and I was like a lot of people just want him to say it and they said it.
1: Well, but we, I think what we were talking about then is the point that I want to make that like they've really been kind of setting us up and queer baiting with Bucky and Sam and then in this episode they give Bucky like a weird romantic interest that wasn't there before.
0: I don't know that like, that's no a romantic. Are you talking about him flirting with Sarah?
1: I think there's a romantic interest I... there. Like they're, they've got their moments together and then Sam is like, don't flirt with my sister, which is also being like, Oh, Sam's not into Bucky. Okay. Like,
0: um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like that's something I,
1: that would I've never, I've never,
0: I personally, and I know in the comics, Bucky is bi. Um, but like from watching the show, granted I'm asexual, so I'm not bisexual. So I could be wrong. I never got the vibe that they were queer baiting. That's just me. I'm like other people probably have, um, I'm not denying that. I personally haven't. And then I didn't see him flirting with... I, I hope him flirting with Sarah is just him flirting to be a jerk to Sam. I See, I don't think that was it either.
1: Like um no because because they like they've made it a point out of this show to like be like oh bucky has a hard time with women because he's from the 40s and ethan i'll let you make your point
2: i don't think it has anything to do with uh um him actually wanting to pursue a relationship with sarah i think that they're literally just showing that bucky's a person now all of a sudden Mm -hmm. yeah because like he can smile and laugh and have a nice conversation out of nowhere basically
0: Yeah, because, like, you see it in episode one, it's very awkward. He doesn't really, like... He hasn't come into himself as a person. He's still, like... He still feels like he's the Winter Soldier, and he, like... He still has that demon on him. And I think working with Sam and working against this new Captain America has given him a sense of purpose that's outside of the Winter Soldier. And I think it shows a growth with... Because you kind of see it with him and Sam, because they're very much like, well, we're not partners we're just uh coworkers. We're uh we had the same friend and now that we're guys with the same friend and now that friend's gone so now we're just guys. But like you see that banter kind of go from episode 2, which is when they first interacted to episode 5 and you see this growth in Bucky and I think it's just show like them showing his growth around people and feeling like he has an identity outside of I used to be the winter soldier that's my thought
1: I I agree and what I what I really love about the, both of these characters and this show is I feel like all too often in order to like develop as a human, you have to come in with like no wisdom and then develop wisdom. But I think Bucky and Sam both bring a lot to the table, but still have a lot to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I like, I think that's so fascinating because I consume a lot of like young adult type stuff where it's just like, Oh, it's a coming of age becoming an adult. But these guys are already like established grownups, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, That is not to say that there's not credence to the, the, the claims of queerbaiting from the show by any means. Oh um, no. I
0: absolutely agree. Absolutely. Just
2: like from the the narrative perspective, I do think that scene works um, just to show Bucky sort of being a person, right? Having normal feelings that people have towards a woman of color again for the second time in this
1: show, Mm -hmm. which I think is
2: interesting for a white dude from the
1: 40s. who, When introduced in in the 40s is with two white women.
0: Yeah. I do also really appreciate that like little interlude in Louisiana because this episode was so heavy and um, so much. And then you have this fun little jaunt between Sam and Bucky where they're getting, you know, getting yelled at by Sarah because they're fixing something she didn't want them to fix. And he's just pulling something off a truck. And I was like, oh, I needed this. This episode needed this moment. Thank you. And he's Bucky still
2: got some stuff to work out because Sam's like, "Why didn't you just use the arm?" And he's like, um right-handed." <laughs> I <laughs> like, forget it's there. <laughs> like, no, no, you don't, James. Like, you, you feel like that's part of the guy and not you.
1: Like, well, because he looked like he lost his identity when the door milaje took it off.
2: Right. <laughs> um, I will say the one scene I did lo- well, I loved a, lot <laughs> a scene I did love from this show. Is like in the first episode or the second episode or whatever, we see John Walker throwing the shield into the trees and we're like, oh man, like can, can regular people do that? Or is this guy just that exceptional? And no, he's not. Sam
1: can do it too.
0: I would argue that Sam is also exceptional. So. Yeah, but he's
2: Sam's not a super soldier either.
1: Like, well, neither was I did John Walker s- when that I know. But on. like, and the only other people in the whole, I think in the whole MCU that we've seen successfully throw the shield, uh, Nat throws it to Steve in Age of Ultron. Like, she's riding a motorcycle and throws it up to him. And Hawkeye throws it to Steve in Age of Ultron. Which, like, if anyone can throw the shield, it's Hawkeye. Like, the dude never misses. That's like his thing. <laughs> he's definitely not Captain America, though. Uh uh-uh. uh Hawkeye he just went and slaughtered. A yeah, bunch no. Of
2: <laughs> new, no. um, so yeah, Sam Wilson fully taking up the mantle. That's gotta be what's know. in the, it's be so in the, the box, right?
1: What's in the box thing? This <laughs> is the worst. This is the worst cliffhanger in all of the MCU shows. I, like, oh, what's in the box? It's know. a suit. It's, it's a, a suit. Suit. Yeah, new suit it's from Wakanda. Yeah. All- yeah. I don't.
0: <laughs> I don't know if he'll take up the mantle of. of- Captain Black America. I don't think so. Not, no, <laughs> not that one. Um, I don't I don't know if he will.
1: Although, I like, thought that was pretty clear from this well, episode Sam Wilson. that he is now yeah, he Captain America. Yeah, that's that's what they were saying.
0: Right, but I...
1: He leaves space on the left side of the road for Cap to
0: run past. Yeah, that's so sad. So cute. I yeah. loved it. I don't know. I was talking with one of my friends last night because um, I rewatched the episode. Well, I rewatched parts of the episode because there were parts I was just like, I, I can't rewatch this right now. <laughs> Maybe later, but right now, not not working for me um but yeah i i i was of the belief that he was going to take up the mantle of captain america but listening to her and her arguments where she's like well maybe he'll be blackbird which is another counterpoint he's had in the comics because after the conversation with isaiah where well because you had the conversation with isaiah and then the conversation with sarah, sarah sister which were a kind of opposing. And so I think right. he is going to spend probably in the next episode debating whether he wants to be the new Captain America or not. I think that's going to be a big part. Maybe it'll end with him taking up the Captain America mantle. I don't think he'll take it up early in the episode though. Well, but, I mean, they're going to
2: tell us what's in, this, in the box for sure, but he, Oh yeah. Uh, the thing for me is that he leaves the wings behind. He walks Sorry. out of the room with the shield in his arm mm-hmm. saying, nah, you keep them.
0: I think I think that Torres will Torres, be the next Falcon. Well, yeah, and he is in the comics, which
1: yeah,
2: I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, Hell yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Torres is. People yeah. I think he's people the stand current... Torres
2: too hard. I'll tell you that much.
1: I think as far cute. as his, his value in this show, he's done. I know, so but people little. be like, people be like,
2: where's my Torres content? And I'm like, there's <laughs> yeah, so much going on, guys.
0: <laughs> I think people want him to be like Jimmy Woo, and I'm sorry, Jimmy Woo was so much more. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I do yeah. think Torres is cute and he's like a little, like little adorable, like, oh, I want him. I want more of him. He's adorable.
1: He's going to get the super soldier serum. Oh I God, not again. So. <laughs> I don't. Oh, that's not going away. They're going to keep bringing that narrative up. They'll find some other person, if not Isaiah, then someone yeah. that's got it. Oh, or speaking Isaiah, of will I, be like,
0: Isaiah, could I, I meant to bring this up forever ago. Them experimenting on him. Oh. Can we just talk about how that has actually happened? With yeah. the military, the t- the Tuscini, oh well, experiments, where they in like injected black soldiers with. Uh, or black people and others with uh, syphilis and told them it was like, I think they told him it was tetanus. Like that's experimenting on black individuals is not new. And I'm glad that they talked about it because I think that a lot of people just don't understand, like how we get modern gynecology is from experiments on slaves. Mm. And it's like, I'm glad they brought it up because That needs to be said. And I don't think I don't I was never taught that in school. Right. I learned that on my own uh, because my father I learned that right now. Yeah. I learned that just now. Yeah. They've. They've been experimenting on black people and people of color for forever, which is why, uh, besides the fact that people of color are treated very differently in the medical system, a lot of uh, community, minority communities, are very wary of medicine and medical professionals because of that generational trauma. Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad they brought it up in this like fictional way because at least somebody's talking about it now. Because the only reason I learned about it is cuz my dad is very into history and very much opposed of the whitewashing of history um so much yeah. so that like when i learned about the civil war in the south and you know we were told it wasn't about slavery in school my dad was like oh honey here's some books yes, please read them uh it was about slavery <laughs> Um, states rights to
1: choose whether or not we had slaves
0: right and my dad was like yeah states rights for what slaves here's books please read and my dad was very much against the whitewashing of history which is you know interesting for a white man but that's that's the only reason why i know a lot of the things i know is because my father made a point to teach it to us the school system didn't okay anyway moving on Sharon's the power broker. Yeah. Or or there's not a power broker, but it's still Sharon. Like Yeah. Sharon, still, whatever it is,
2: it's still Sharon. Yeah, whatever we end up giving bad, her. it's yeah. still Sharon. Bad. Like yeah. there
0: I, I'm my inclination is there is a it. power broker that doesn't exist, but Sharon's in charge. That's my personal theory. But yeah, whatever she'll be the it is, villain in, in season 2 or whatever. Yeah, like have you seen Revenge with Emily Van Camp? No. Okay, it's a show about this like rich girl taking revenge. Anyway, uh that character came out in that scene and i was like oh you're playing that character again i see you
1: you're evil you're bad mm-hmm. you don't like the system at all you are not like cap where you think that shield is wrong but we could work to make things better you just are jaded it's almost like she got
2: cheated on by captain america with her grandmother her it's almost aunt, like that great aunt. aunt whatever great aunt whatever little Doesn't less matter. creepy does it just, just a
0: smidge less creepy <laughs>
2: Right. Okay. Well, you know what? It's almost like Steve Rogers went back in time to cheat on her.
0: I still don't like that ending for Steve Rogers.
1: I just like, th- I do like that they found a way to kill Steve Rogers. He's dead, right? Like, So that's my, other question. Endgame, yeah, that's my other question.
0: Yeah, he aged to death. That's my other question. Like, because this isn't that far from, like, he didn't look like he was like going to die in three seconds when he came right. back. Joe
1: Biden's still in office. Like, they look the same. That was the joke.
0: But like, is he just sitting in a retirement home somewhere or hanging out? No, I think he
2: probably died. Okay. I don't think he would have like come back to that point.
1: Or there is like some real, you know, panache to being like, yeah, Steve came back and he said, don't bother him. So we're not going to, period.
2: No, I'm pretty sure he's dead.
1: No,
0: I feel like I'm he, pretty sure he's dead. I feel like he has to be dead. But
2: I like, think if you're, if you're Steve Rogers and you reach like the age of whatever, however old he is as a super buried. soldier right cuz he 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 was like what 18 when he joined the army then did his time in the army and then came back and then did like uh 15 or year, more years here and then went back and lived another 80 years. 80 years yeah so like he's old as hell uh i feel like at that point if you're a super soldier you can just stop living like steve rogers would be able to just be like ah yes it is it is my time now i have decided and then just like
0: i mean some people go do to that sleep. in real life yeah. my like, great grandma just decided when she was going to die cuz she was hmm. determined she wasn't going to be 100 And so, like, five days before her 100th birthday, she was like, I'm done. And she just died.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. I I get a lot of people were like, oh, you know, show us Steve's funeral or whatever. Like, no. Nobody needs that. Nobody nobody needs that.
0: No, I think, like, that was, like, the the theory was that the first episode was going to open on Steve's funeral. But I truly
2: think for these shows that they got a focus group together and said, we're going to make a show about Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes after the end of Avengers Endgame.
0: So- and they were like, uh, they were Sebastian, like, what do you think? Sorry, go ahead. Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie were the ones who suggested them doing a show together. Okay. Funny enough.
1: Yeah, but they were sitting there like, how do we continue to get the Marvel money? Anyway.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I've, it, what it seems like with these shows is they were like, we're going to make a show about Wanda Maximoff Vision. We're going to make a show about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And they asked a the focus group like, what do you think is going to happen in those shows? And then they took everything those people wrote down and, and- were just like, Throw it out the window. The opposite. (laughs) Got it. None of
0: none of these things got it.
1: Uh, Yeah. Subvert expectations. Let's that's tackle let's tackle
2: theory. trauma and systemic racism.
0: I'm really glad that they're doing this. Me too. Uh, they I they did change some concepts of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't know if you guys have talked about this. Uh there was supposed to be like a pandemic situation. Oh yeah. And they that's bad. they Can't cut it they cut it because this was filmed <laughs> before COVID nineteen.
2: Right. Uh wrong.
0: I thought there was supposed to be some sort of pandemic situation. That's
2: it was what, d- no no, it was delayed because they were not done filming it.
0: Oh, was that? Yeah. Regardless, they cut that storyline. So it was
2: out. supposed to come out first, but they were like, the, the production schedule, when you look at this has been crazy Um because like they're, they're filming these things out of order mm-hmm. completely. Like WandaVision came out on time,
0: but first, and it was, but first, to and and it wasn't supposed last, to be first, right? but it was
2: done first. So WandaVision, WandaVision's been done forever, like since around the time when they finished Endgame. Talking yeah, the Winter well, Soldier, they were still working on. Well, Even though they, it was supposed to come out last summer, they were like March. They were delayed. like, "Shit, we got to film this thing. What are we gonna do?" Yeah, well, so I don't know.
0: With One Division, they didn't like they finished it during COVID, which you can tell in the final episode. It, if you and if you've watched the Legend, what is it? The is it making legend? of making yeah, of gallery, yeah, whatever the, it is. The last uh, episode was definitely made during COVID. Because, you know, everybody just happens to be pretty far apart. And then in the behind the scenes, you see everybody wearing masks, masks off screen. So at least the outdoor scenes were filmed that way. No idea. Um, But yeah, yeah,
2: they're 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 making them all, you know. In
1: some random order, I
2: guess the Loki show is done. Uh, I'm they,
0: excited. They at some
2: point had filmed the Hawkeye show like during the winter. So
1: oh, yeah, I remember Haley Steinfeld posting on Instagram being like, "Wearing my Hawkeye costume." I remember Haley
2: Steinfeld being very bad at hiding the fact that she was working on the show.
1: Like this particular show, it was constantly
2: on TikTok. Just like here's Haley Steinfeld walking through my city. There she is, getting in her car, getting coffee,
0: driving away. Uh. Yeah that that's why I'm not an actress cuz I don't think I could keep stuff like that a secret.
1: I definitely could not. They'd be like Tyler do you want to play Spider-Man and I would be like absolutely I'm telling everyone I know. Well, how like, you they- can tell your mom well, I'd be like Spider-Man everyone's thing, my mom it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well I
0: think they told Tom Holland that he had the part like very close to what he filmed it was three Civil- days yeah. before they filmed like, Civil War ridiculously yeah. like oh yeah you're Spider-Man uh, be at work in two days <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> do
2: you think you can stop blacking on my scripts now no no, yeah.
0: <laughs> <There's> <laughs> no like, <laughs> absolutely we're not gonna do that <laughs> uh, one of my favorite creators does like random skits of what she thinks should happen during these like over the top skits and she does one every, she did one before WandaVision and one before Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where they lock Tom Holland in a basement. <laughs> like, there's this. Which is my favorite.
1: There, like, it's even happened recently where they were asking Tom Holland, like, oh, is Alfred Molina going to be in the new Spider-Man movie? And he was like, not that I know. This is news to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then yesterday the article comes out where Alfred Molina is like, yeah, I'm playing Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2. In the new Spider Man movie. I,
0: I really don't think that Tom Holland is as loose lipped as people make him out to be because he. I was, think it's a character. Yeah, yeah. he is. Because he was like, yeah, they didn't tell me anything about Endgame.
1: I think it's a character now.
0: Yeah, I think now it is. But like his his line to Tony Stark explained the entire plot of what happened. I'm like, you absolutely had to know what was going on. But like, I, you know,
2: I think that originally when he started leaking things for Homecoming, people were like, oh, sweet bean, he wants to give us the information. And Disney was like, yeah, totally. We should capitalize on this and leak information through him when we want to leak information,
1: well, because like when they announced or when they showed the End Game poster, the Instagram that was one hundred
0: percent staged. Staged,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he was like, "Oh, I wonder what's in this poster tube," and he like opens it up in front of the camera. He's like, "Oh, it's white. Oh, it's the End Game poster." And then the yeah. note
0: from Mark Ruffalo, because Mark Ruffalo is one who's also accidentally well, leaked things too. They
2: even made that video with the the name reveal for the new Spider Man movie, where he's like, "Oh, I wonder if they when they're going to tell me what the name is." And then it, right. Zendaya's like, "They're not, Tom." And then they walk past the billboard or whatever. And it's like,
1: (laughs) Spider-Man, yeah, no way home or whatever it's called. Anyway, this has been Bacon and Eggs Talks Falcon and the Winter Soldier with Army Officer Julia Kendall. Thanks for hanging out with us.
0: Yeah, thanks for inviting me. We got one
2: episode left of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We'll see
1: how that goes. Um, And then we might take a break from the Monday show. We might not. Who knows?
2: Y'all, I was wrong about this show. Turns out uh, I thought this was going to be a hot pile of trash. Um, It has been fantastic. I've enjoyed every episode. Um... At this point, I texted his title is yesterday, but like I'm not super stoked for a Hawkeye show. I don't really care about the character Hawkeye. I can only assume that after that's over, I'm going to get Jeremy <laughs> Renner's tattoo face tattooed on my face. Like Disney is coming for specifically my neck with all of these. Uh, they they've listen. gotten me to like Bucky Barnes. They've gotten me to like Boba Fett. They've gotten me to like Wanda Maximoff. Like what? What can happen? I have no idea. Maybe I'll get turned on Sharon Carter at some point. Not Sharon Carter. Uh, Peggy Carter. Who knows? Anyway, uh, I'm just going to stop making predictions for what I think the Marvel shows are going to be like because <laughs> I'm wrong in a good way. Here's hoping Black Widow is also sick. I don't know. We'll find out.
1: Florence Pugh can make no mistakes.
2: We'll see. I
0: really hope so because it's a female writer, female director. So I have Yeah, high I, I want it to be fantastic. Um, Regardless, I'm spending my money on it. However yeah, it I will vote out. with my dollar either way.
2: <sighs> Back and forth on that Thanks one. Thanks for listening. But yeah. All right, bye. 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 <laughs>